What's up, podcast listeners? This is Jordan with Behind the Dish. This episode's guest is the infamous Tony Bosch. I first learned about Tony a few weeks ago while watching a baseball documentary titled Screwball that is currently available on Netflix. Screwball is the story of how Tony was quite literally the man behind the needle of the largest steroid and PED scandal in Major League Baseball history. This podcast episode is meant to be strictly informational and entertaining, and in no way, shape, or form is Behind the Dish or John Buck supporting the use of performance-enhancing drugs by anyone. Tony has a wild story, and we wanted to hear it from him. As always, your support means the world to us, and we hope you enjoy episode 35 with Tony Bosch. It's the Behind the Dish podcast with John Buck. Okay, he's starting he can edit, and, I, and my theme of this is because I don't have, like, an intro. I want it to be we're just conversating. Yeah, All right? Great. We'll chop okay. it up. Let's do and, it. And right before we started, before Harris for Audience Knows, I was just kind of telling Tony what my angle is, where I want to come from with this conversation. I mean, I told a couple people, like, hey, I got uh, – and I'll we'll explain who Tony Bosch is if you don't know. Um, I got him coming on, whether it be teammates or – friends or agents or whatever and they're like whoa john what the hell are you doing i was like no. <laughs> you people you know let me le- you know i'll lean into this and uh, uh and and wearing my little league hat you know i wanted to be able, i wanted to be very educational because i that i'm interested what that documentary came about the feeling i got was your you paid your price you're here to tell what really happened and then the part that I'm really interested that maybe me and you can discuss is you do, you are educated about, uh, uh, worth hormones, getting your balances. And, and it's been an impact on my, my wife's life, uh, cause we weren't able to get pregnant. We were battling. She was a lot of her hormones because she was taking, uh, you know, whether birth control when she was young, her hormones, right. my hormones were off. That's why I left. And after leaving the game, uh, I grew up on Adderall and Ritalin just to discuss, to educate, because you are educated about those and how those played a factor in your life of, and the, on performance, because all those things kind of revolve about performance so that maybe you can educate, because I want to educate the youth of like, here it is. And the thing that impacted me that Major League Baseball did, there was a, uh, we do these Major League Baseball securities and they brought this guy in that had to do with a gambling ring, right? And they, I felt like baseball leaned to it. They, they went to this guy who was going to say, this is how we targeted you. These are the things that we did. This is the, what I looked for. And so I want to use, I just felt like you're kind of on this path of, you know, you've you paid for your prices of what's happened. Um, you know, let's start, let's start educating and, and get some good use out of it and, and some education. I felt like that's where it was. And, and excellent. Okay. You're, you're doing, you're doing something that major league baseball uh, refused to do. Yeah. And, and I feel, and, and where I started talking to you a little bit, some of the stuff, a business that I wanted to do, they have red tape that maybe I don't necessarily like my first thing with you is like, oh, I don't want to talk to because there's baggage, you know, that comes yeah, along yeah, with oh, it. Shit. the people, you know, I know, heck I played down in Miami. Like yeah, we, we, we might know the same people. <laughs> That's why no names. I, I know we do. <laughs> I know we do. And I don't. And I think, uh, I think people that do know me, I, I want to educate for the youth. Uh, around I think, yeah, I think a county where I became yeah. in love with and, and right. you know, also, I mean, just 
Miami, whether it's the baseball community or whatever, I want to educate kids and where this is kind of like a oh subject to talk about mm-hmm. with a lot of luggage. Like, let's lean into it and educate. And if we're not going to do it for the education of the kids, you know, why else why are we, we doing it? Right. Exactly. And, so. and, and that's, that, that's great. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm with you. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, first it started off because what's got, what got this, um, yeah. how did this screwball documentary come, uh, come together? I mean, we, oh. all, we all know kind of the story and, and first off, Tony, do you want to kind of explain to yourself because there are some young kids or some parents or do you want to describe yourself? That way, I, I mean, you can have the platform. <laughs> I got two words. I got two words. Tony Bosch. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Google that and you'll get all you need. Yeah. Google uh, that. Google that. <laughs> whatever you Google, we're here to make the right and in, in whatever step forward of educating. Yeah, so, um, so how did the documentary come, uh, come to light? Well, it, it, interestingly enough, um, the, these guys, uh, Billy Corbin and Alfred Spellman, the, um, the producers, owners of Raconteur had approached me prior to me going to prison. Um, uh-huh. and, and it's funny because they, they, I had lunch with them the day, the day before um, I was going to get sentenced, uh-huh. right? And I told them, no, don't worry, we'll meet next week. Okay, they're going to sentence me. And, you know, since this is my first, you know, uh, felony, right? Uh, I, for God's sake, I don't even have a DUI. You know, I, I know some Catholic priests that, that, that have some. <laughs> yeah. So I said, don't worry. Uh, they're going to give me about three months to, you know, to uh, report a camp. And, and it's, it's going to be fine. So we'll meet next week. Well, that, that, that never happened. The following day, obviously, I was sentenced to 48 months. And uh, they took me in right there. I mean, the, the U.S. Marshals came in. I don't think the judge liked me too much, but that's beside the point. And so, um, so you know, I, I went through that whole journey, uh, which was uh, the, the 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 beginning of a new life for me, um, because I think at the at the very end, uh, for for many reasons, we won't get into it now if you don't want. It, but that you know that basically saved my life. But nonetheless, uh, here I come out uh, t- almost two years later, and um, you know they approached me. They knew I was coming out. Uh, I think it made made the uh, the papers or whatever or the media and and they knew I was coming out so they approached me and they said listen we want to do this thing that we were going to do with you before um and uh are you are you up for it and and the way they pitched it to me was this is this is your opportunity to say your story Mm -hmm. right okay sure (laughs) yeah that was my first thought and so uh, I said, do I have any, any, you know, any say in this? Do, uh, okay. do I have any control over the, the content, whatever? He said, no, not really, but don't worry. Uh, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, we like you and, and we're going we're, we're, we're gonna to do it. And so I, I thought about it and I said, okay, um, you know what? I'll go ahead and take my, my chances because I had, I had two choices when I came out, either run away from who I was or embrace who I, who, who, who I am and, and move from there, you know, and, 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 and turn my life around, if you will, right? And so, um, so you know, the question was, how much are you going to pay me? And they said, well, we don't pay for documentaries. <laughs> yeah. We don't pay for documentaries because then people might think, you know, that, uh, that, that you're getting paid. I said, well, good luck doing the film without me. So they came back three days later and they said, listen, do you have any pictures? I said, yeah, sure, when I was young. He says, okay, fine, we'll license the pictures and that's the way we'll, we'll pay you. So, so this was basically an opportunity for me to, 
tell my side of the story. And I, and, and, you know, I said to myself, listen, no matter how bad they spin it, uh, I'm going to give them so much content that they're not going to know what to do with it. <laughs> okay. You so do you, how, how was the, the deception? Was it, how, how was it what you expected? Was it accurate? How was it in your opinion? You know what? The finished product, that was pretty accurate. Uh, okay. At the end I, of it. I, I mean, you know, they got to paint a certain story along with what your words are. Right. And, right. and those, and I, those and I, times that I would say, because there's a couple moments in there where they're saying they're painting you out the things that I would say, like, would you change some of those moments that they make you sound like, like they really press like some bad shit right here. Right. And they really press it and they put, they put it like, um, do you, do you regret those moments? Do you hate how they perceived them? How do they perceive them? Cause I know there's two sides to every story. I do know that. Right. right uh, right. but, um, on your side of it, how do, how do you feel about that? How it's perceived? You know, you know what? It, it, um, those guys are very good at what they do. I, mm -hmm. I think they're the best at what they do, no matter if I'm a fan or not a fan, but they're very good at what they do. And so at the end of the day, the way they, they, they portrayed it or the way they spinned it or whatever, it was basically the truth. It was out there. And mm -hmm. I think that if they would have done it any different uh, and try to make, make me look better for lack of a better term wouldn't be good I yeah I, I don't think it would have been that good because it's not genuine and everything that we did there was genuine okay. so right in, re in retrospect no I, I you know yeah if i was a producer i'd make myself look like you know uh the post. well that's kind of i think that's why my <laughs> I, I think that's why my in interest of that is because you i think you've admittedly like hey i yes i i you know, I did right. some things and how, what, to what degree is that, that you thought compared to them and, and, uh, you know, all that stuff. So it was that I was wondering, like, how does your human soul kind of go back with that? You know, you know what I mean? Without trying yeah. to get too personal, but I know you're, you're having some, cause you got to be around these people, right? You got to know them. Yeah. There was one, there was one, you. see, there was one thing that they said to me in there, you go, yeah, Alex is weird, which he is weird, which he is weird. But there was one <laughs> moment, but I, I have, like, because I, I trained with some of his uh, uh, training coaches, the performance coaches he's had before. And you said one time he had this rehearsal, he had this routine, and he goes, he's kind of crazy. And in the movie, I was like, damn it, I do that. Does that mean I'm a little weird and crazy? Because <laughs> I know what drill that he's talking about, and it's like a minute rehearsal for yeah. performance for baseball, the way he would do it. And I think you right, alluded yeah. to how he very disciplined he was in that particular drill, I think it was what it was. Yeah, like how yeah. you said, I'm a rehearsal. And I was like, damn it. I'm, I think I do that a little bit. I think I'm like, maybe I'm weird. Like, well, good. Maybe I'm good. Like Alex, he was a good hitter. He was a good hitter, but um, you got to know these people is, does that, um, cause you had to know them. Uh, and then maybe that's some of the points that I want to get to. Maybe when we start talking with parents, just you got to know your routines and all this on, on supplements, this stuff. How well did you get to know some of these guys that, uh, you did it. Some of these players, like, uh, obviously you were with them. You said you were sleeping or in the same room with them. Or... <laughs> yeah. Not in the same bed, in the same room. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, not that, so, not that show. We'll do another topic. Yeah, yeah, it's a different show. <laughs> it, it, is my, it, is, it is Miami. It is Miami. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, no, I got to know him really well. Um, yeah. I was, you know, for me to have access to them, 
I had to, for, for, you know, like it or not, I had to be in their inner circle. So I got to, to know their routines. I, you know, and, and I got to know their trainers and, 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 you know, and not uh, to, not to, uh, to disrupt you, but I am going to disrupt you on this because it, it'll leave me because I know you're going to go on a rant here in a minute. <laughs> when you were getting to know this, had the Mitchell report already come out when you were starting to know these people? When you were starting to yeah, get the report, right. the yeah. report was really so when you were doing that, were you kind of like calculating what the regimen? Because you said the hormones and our patterns—that's what you were kind of right. Okay. So, so it's all right. You know when 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 I when I started doing these these performance protocols, if you will, you know I knew very well that hormones could only do so much. Um, you know, if, if they're, if they're, if you have a deficiency or an insufficiency, um, hormones can only do so much steroids. The, the honest truth is right after the Mitchell report, there's no way there's, there, there's nobody that, that, that I know of that could actually administer these steroids and get away with it. The half-life is too big, meaning the, the length of the peak of the drug in the, in the system is too big, but I had a specialty, which were peptides. Are you uh, and are you aware of peptides, John? No, no. Okay, so, so real quick, real quick, just to give you a a, 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 a little synopsis of what it is. It's basically there. The, the, these these peptides are substances in your body that uh, have these biochemical reactions on a daily basis, um, and they're made up of short branch chain amino acids only five or seven, as opposed to, let's say, growth hormone, that that's a big chain of amino acid of about 191 amino acids. So these are five, six, seven, you know, amino acids put uh, in a certain sequence in order to trigger the body to do something, to, to do, to, to actually, you can manipulate a biochemical reaction. In other words, if- Muscle you know, repair, yeah. What's that? Muscle repair, basically. Right, muscle repair, recovery, cognitive health. You know, if you if you're if you have fogginess, uh, uh, you know uh, that brain body connection. Um, you know, uh, you want to you, you want to increase muscle, you want to decrease fat, and so these these are these are these substances that are are really have very very little side effects uh, because the half life is so short. It's about an hour to two hours. So. I was able to take these peptides, okay, and manipulate the body or hack the body or hack these biochemical reactions in order to accomplish something. In this case, we were trying to accomplish recovery more than anything else, you know, um, and I don't want to go off because I can go off all day and I can keep on talking. But <laughs> No, that's, but look, this is why I wanted you. I, uh, I knew your so, education of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a misconception with, with all with, with these uh, performance enhancing substances. They think that 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 an average ball player can take these things and they get stronger, they get faster, they get, you know, and, and, and it's not it's not. True. Recovery, you know, you, you know, they, Major League Baseball asks you to, you know, play 160 plus games, jump on a plane 80 something times a year. You know, when you're when you're 22, 23, that's great. But now you're 28, 29, 30 years old, uh, and, you get and, lasting. And trust me, you get lasting effect. Like what you don't <laughs> see right now, if you when you see me stand up from this chair at this current state, my body's in right now, 
I'm I'm moving like I'm 90. It'll take me 20 minutes to get this out of it. Because I, hey, I, I got, I got way, a, I have a protocol for that. Yeah, I'm sure you do. But anyway, so, you know, and I would always say the same thing. This makes a good player very good, a very good ball player, excellent, an excellent ball player, an all-star, an all-star, an MVP, whatever. It gives you the edge. Uh, but, you know, if you ain't got the skills or all those boxes you got to check off, forget about skills. Mm-hmm. I'm in South Florida. I, I've seen everybody's a great ball player, a great football player. We, we have a lot of talent here, but there's so many boxes to check off to make it to the big show. And you know that. Yeah. And so, and, 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 you know, there's a little box on, on the bottom. You, you want to call it timing or luck. That's another one you got to check off. Oh yeah. That's so, for sure. You know, um, there's so many boxes. So this is just one component of the whole thing. And, and that's what I, I kept on telling anybody who wanted to listen. This is about recovery. Uh, and, and when you recover somebody who has that talent, that ability, his performance by default will increase, you know, I would, you know, and I, and I would, I would break it down to some of these ball players. Well, how am I going to feel? Well, listen, it's like, if it's your first or second at bat, you know, it's not like if it's your fourth at bat or, 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 or you know, if you're playing a double header, it's not like if it's the, you know, the, the third at bat in the second game. So, so it's going to be like the first or second at bat, all time. That, that's all that, that, that it was about, really. Um, and sure, it increased uh, increased the, the quickness of the bat. Um, uh, it, it increased, it, it gave you more skeletal muscle uh, at times. Uh, it made you a tad bit faster, et cetera, et cetera. But those were, those were the byproducts of really what we were trying to do, which was the recovery aspect. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I had uh, one of the reasons I think why I walked away at the game is is what probably kept me is some of the anxiety stuff that I had going with throwing and and anxiety when I played was my sleep habits, yeah. right? And I could see how that and what you're describing, and and then since playing, not having anything to do with baseball, and I think this is why I'm comfortable to have this conversation because I was mindless, like I was like I. Don't want to, I don't want to talk to that Tony guy. I don't want to be in the same room as that guy. I'll be on the other side of the clubhouse. And, and that's how I dealt with it. But afterwards, when I was having trouble sleeping at night, you know, my body's learning how to deal with stress. I mean, you're take, your dopamine drip we're getting in our brain, hitting a home run with 40,000 people and then coming back down and that, I mean, it's hard on those pituitary glands and oh learning God. and learning a lot of this stuff with my wife at a thus learning like our bodies on uh, how to work, make it optimally so she can create life inside her. Right. So Absolutely. getting that her balanced in it, it understanding the body when I left the game and my, my family having some mental health problems, I wanted to address it and see some of those things. So I, I think the plus side of it, and you said the the bad rap on a lot of this is, uh, oh, it's just straight get jack steroids. I think some of the stuff that is, and 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 and, and on the level playing field, this is one that probably had like it would have aided me, not in the muscle because I was blessed. I was, you know, right. God said you're big, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, uh, but the mental component, I know that that would have been in an in, in performance enhancing drug for me because. Right. Um, the mental strain of a catcher, the 162 games, 180 days doing those things for me, I feel like that would have been, uh, is, and you talked about the clarity. Um, what do you, 
what are those things that you do you feel like those are because my mental the mental game and that part of it i'm real interested in that because of my brother and things how much of that do you think it is like you said it's not just muscle i think there's a lot of it you said it's that first at bat it's overall feel like a a monster every day and that's a big advantage you know i think the mental game well first of all baseball as you very well know it, you know, it's it's a mental game. I mean, it's a physical game, but but you, but you have to have that, but that mental agility there um, at all times. So you have to optimize uh, yourself physically, but also mentally. And the that 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 mind body connection. You talked about dopamine. Uh, you know, there's another serotonin. You know, and mm-hmm. and you said you're 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 lacking sleep. That, that has a lot to do with the the imbalance of the dopamine and the serotonin. Um, and so there, there are, for example, there's a peptide called DSIP, Delta Sleeping Inducing Peptide, that actually stimulates and balances all those, all those neurotransmitters. And sleep is part of that mental game because you got to sleep, you got to yeah. rest. Your mind has to rest, right? So it can yeah. recover also. Your body has to recover, but your mind has to recover. So everything I did was mind body. So there was, you know, I, I made sure that mentally they, they, they were good and, and physically they were good. And, and both those things had to happen at the same time, because if not, it's, you know, you're not going to have that, that. That's, and I think that's, and I think that's why I was asking earlier. So I asked like hey, how you got, you had to get to know these guys. Cause I feel Absolutely. like that would have been a, a, like a performing Hanson PD. Like I need to supplement you yeah. with whatever. Cause I could tell you're, you're a bit moody right now. <laughs> And, no, yeah, exactly. And you're sluggish in your recovery because right. it will have yeah. something the way you perf- like when you're at the highest level. So I can see that's right. why I, was, so I don't good. condone it, obviously, right. because I feel like there's that whole component of like I could have used that because I was like, <laughs> I was struggling on the sleep category sometimes yeah. at, and, at and the, the end thing, of seasons, you know. Yeah, and the thing, John, is you know. It, I, my experience is nobody was helping you guys out. Nobody was saying, hold on. Hey, great game, but let me take care of you for tomorrow's game or, or for the, you know, for, 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 you know, a game two days from now, let me go ahead and make sure that, yeah, let me send a masseuse to, to, to your place. Let's make sure that, that, that you've recovered. Listen, let's call it what it is. They don't care. Mm -hmm. You know, you're only as good as your last game. And, yep. and you know the you know the business of baseball, and so um, you know there, there was and and so I filled the gap. I was that guy that gave a shit and said, "Hey, I'm not only here for the money, but I actually care. This is a passion of mine, and I'm here to help you." You know, type of deal. Now let me let me get something straight as a disclaimer. I've I never approached any athlete ever in my life. They all came to me, but I never rejected any of them which I probably should have rejected some of them, but I, I never said no, because each one was an individual case and each one was a challenge for me. And, and so going back to your question is, yes, I had to know these guys because this was an individual type of program. Yeah. It's, it's like I, I told somebody the, the other day, it's easy to get the substances, the drugs. You go on Google, you get whatever the hell you want. It's yeah. not the medicine. It's how you use these substances. Uh, how the eating plays a big role in this, how the mental aspect of this plays a big role, how your lifestyle plays a big role. And, and so 
I was there to coach them through it, through it. I was there to procure these substances for them, obviously. And I was there to make sure that they did it right. Now, on the flip side of that, there was a Mitchell report. There was, you know, banned sub, but all the, not all of them, but a majority of the substances I used were banned. So that's where my other skill came in where, hey, I can, be, I can beat this test all day long. Let's do this, let's do that. And so that's where the, I think, uh, the, the, you know, that great part of the whole It went thing. south. We'll just say it went going, south from there. Okay. Going south. And, you know, it, you, know you, may ask, you may ask me, John, well, you know, why do you do it? I, because I believe in it. Yeah. I believe. That's, that's kind of why I was, uh, like I said, yeah. I want to know your psyche. Because I know there's a couple points, like you and then another the, – which I didn't seem like you seem like a very smart guy, but the, the stocky guy that was on the interview, what was his name? That was at the tanning Boca Tyrone uh, at the yeah, tanning. That, guy, that guy's an idiot. That guy's an idiot. Okay. Well, it's, well, that's, I mean, <laughs> there's all, there's always idiots in these type of <laughs> skiing or rings or whatever it is. Like he, it was an idiot on the gambling guy. The MLB brought us into that got that guy busted too. It's always an idiot. Guess what? In that arena of people and those decisions, there's a lot of idiots around you. <laughs> right? So I just, I, I could tell, like, I could see that you were into the science of right. what you were doing. I could see, I could just feel it. I could see it. You can hear it. Your passion is the science of it. Um, I think where, where players like me or whatever, I don't like the integrity of the game. Like, did you feel like you were screwing with the integrity game and knowing that you were going to like, you're altering well, no. how baseball what like was. No. Uh, let me tell you, John. Or records were. Yeah, like I, you got to think about you know, it, those, all those asterisks and stuff. You're like you're gonna, like that one little line. I was a part of that little. Listen, you're John. not the only. Yeah. Yeah, they, I, you know one thing you're gonna get from me is the honest truth, right? Ugly, yeah. good, bad, whatever it is. Okay, so yes, I love the game of baseball. I really do. Uh, huge fan. And I, I love the game, the glory, and, and I respect the integrity of baseball. Okay, but here's what I keep on telling you. This is, it was, it is part of baseball, like it or not. I'll argue it all day long, okay? I'll okay. argue this all day long. What integrity, the integrity of the game, th this has been part of the game, okay? Yeah. Uh, you know, there's, there's rumors that some of our heroes growing up, yours and mine, that, you know, maybe played, I, I promise no name. So maybe played, you know, the outfield for the Yankees. There was rumors the guy couldn't even sit down because all the calcifications. What was it, B12? Okay, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. All right. But look, there, baseball, you know, there's always been cheating in baseball. Yeah, that's part of the game. And so I would almost, I would say, what's what's in a similar uh, podcast, I was listening to it similar, it seems like in sports, like if you have this competitiveness at the most highest level and you're dealing with people that will do anything to get where they are at the high, like, and, and, and there's a conversation that always goes in the clubhouse. Cause I've been to Dominican Republic. I've been, I've been played some winter ball and I've had some life experience where I'm going over there and like, if they're telling me do this or this, go take a run over to the States and provide for your family. It's hard. It's hard for me not to, like. There's a thing, and even though I'm mad at you, maybe taking some dinner off my plate, but I'm like, I'm not mad at because I get it. Right. Like, I, I, I've been there. I've seen you right. in the center block house. That. 
I saw your that. house. Yeah. And we got to go into neighborhoods with Jose Batista and like, hey, okay, show right. me, show me. I want to see this. And with Carlos Pena and then right. and I'm like, well, okay. It makes it in a weird way. It did make it kind of gave it some more humanity part to it to where I can like, I can get that. Like, cause I can't, yeah. I'm, I was raised in Utah with a dad was a PA. I had all the opportunity in the world. Who's to say if I didn't have that. So I think there's a part of, you know, educating people that I'm not condoning it, but I can see like, I get it. And I think that's across sports. Oh, you hear about it, yeah. soccer, you hear about yeah. racing, you hear about yeah. swimming. I think there's always going to be that. So I get what you're saying to that point, but I don't know. I, what I guess I want to educate, I guess the kids is when you want to have integrity and, and, and you're part of being, uh, your character is, is, you know, in fact, and, and you don't want to, you know, associate with those. How do you avoid it? Cause there are people that are out there that say, Hey, it's part of the game. It is part of this, like yourself. Um, cause you also don't view it as that because it is, it is cheating. Right. It is. There is a performance uh, enhancing thing there. And I think it goes down to, you know, deciding if you have integrity or not on, on where, where does, where does your moral compass land on basically, you know? Well, look, look, um, you know, and, and here, here's the reality of it. Okay. And uh, hopefully this will clear up some things. So, you know, the sad thing about this whole thing, and I, and I believe I believe in the same thing you believe. I, I want to go ahead and educate these these uh, these uh, you know student athletes, if you will, these young athletes, um, which is the future of the game. But it's an uphill battle. Let me explain to you why. You're battling against everyone around them. The majority of the students, or the majority of the young athletes, the teenagers, they came to me. You know, like, like, the, the, like, the, kinda, yeah, the, I'm interested in that. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of interested. Okay. okay. The majority of these guys, the reason they came to me, the reason that the parents brought me these guys in the beginning was, Hey, listen, June draft, he's, he's ready for the June draft. Uh, but you know, he's been, he's been using, you know, equipoise or, <laughs> or whatever for the last three years. And the father had been juicing him the coach has been ju juicing him his little league coach his little league uh, trainer so that you know so they, so you were the the kids that you referred to that you said that came to you so you were trying to balance their hormones right. off of what other people because they were doing you know horse tranquilizer no, or whatever no and now, so they're imbalanced actually right no actually no the i was not doing that what I was doing was trying to clean them up so they could go so so they go into the June draft clean, oh, okay. and you know immediately they get picked up and within a week or two you know there's, there's a physical, and mm -hmm. and then comes a blood test and these parents these coaches these trainers were scared that all these substances that they've been using on these children for the up. last two three years is gonna is, is gonna come out that's number one number two. You know, you talk about Dominican Republic, and, and you see it in the Dominican Republic. You see it in, in, in Panama. You see it in Mexico. All these leagues, all these, all these, uh, 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 you know, foreign leagues, if you will, uh, where they play baseball. Winter ball the culture, The culture is already there. They've been, mm -hmm. they've been using, and, and for lack of a better word, juicing, whatever you want to call it, they've been doing it since they're 11 or 12 years old. Why? Because they're poor. The people who are training them are poor. Everybody's counting on these individuals. This is, 
this is a commodity. You know, a good player in the Dominican Republic, uh, you know, a 13-year-old kid who's six feet, he's a lefty, and he's pitching, you know, I don't know, 82 miles per hour at that age. That's a commodity. Everybody looks at the kid, that kid as a golden egg. You know, the golden goose, sorry. The golden goose, and all of a sudden, all right, we're going to invest in this kid. We're going to make this kid throw 98 miles per hour. He's a lefty. We're going to make him grow three more inches, and we got ourselves, everybody has themselves a payday. And, uh, and, and, and that's basically the culture in these countries. And I think that you may agree with me with the little that you saw. And if you don't, well, I'm here to tell you that that's the culture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, I, I, yeah, I was over there. And that's kind of why I, I breed it up. Because the, the, the other part of that, what make me get that is those kids grow up not, that's, that's what, how they grew up. They don't that, know. That's you know, that's yeah, all I mean, they know. Yeah, I know. That's a lot of times they do. I'm gonna, I'm going to tell you so. And so going back to the education. So, you know, one of the things that I tried to do, even before all this, uh, you know, be, before I got rehabilitated, okay, <laughs> before I became a changed man, right? <laughs> all right. So even before I was trying to tell them, listen, there's a better way of doing this. Why are you giving a 15-year-old kid testosterone, all right? When it, in actuality, he doesn't need testosterone because he's going through these growth stages, these tanner stages. Why don't you give him vitamin D, which vitamin D is, we all know now. And, and so the, with know, a, lot, a lot of the corona stuff brought to right, light, why that's, it's, that's important. Right. And vitamin D is, is known as a steroidal hormone. It's not really a vitamin. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so why don't you give them enough vitamin D, which is healthy, which is legal, which is acceptable, and you can increase this testosterone by 20, 30%. And this is what I was preaching back then. I still preach it now. Listen, instead of giving them growth hormone, why don't we use L-arginine and L-ornithine, which are the two amino acids that are legal, that are accepted, and this will trigger its your own growth hormone production. There was no need for that. But we live in a society that we want it now. Uh, uh, the competition is too stiff. Half of these parents are living their their own dream, their, their dream through through their child, and you know, and all of a sudden they're there at my doorstep. Uh, shame on me for not turning them away. You know, that's that's where my deficiency came in. So I, I went ahead and I said, yes, I'm going to accept them. Let me help you out. You know, and uh, and, and let me get going. And and there wasn't just like four or five parents you, you, this was a lot of a lot of parents that come to you or, or there was a lot of there was a lot of parents a lot of coaches a lot of high school coaches local coaches there's a lot of college you know uh, uh collegiate coaches what uh, what do you what do you think what do you think they could do or what do you think we should do or could do to kind of help prevent that or mitigate that or educate. test for that yeah educate, educate. yeah educate. let me tell you something let me tell you what i did when after the arbitration with MOB and, 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 and Alex and, and, and all that, let me, let me tell you what I did. I, uh, uh, I went ahead and I got together with a forensic uh, uh, physician, a forensic uh, pharmacist, uh, one of the testing guys, and we created like a five-point plan uh, and we, uh, on how MOB could improve their testing. And what the main focus uh, and the main, the, the main point on that five-point plan was the education of these athletes. I've never had an athlete come up to me and say, I want testosterone. 
I want a steroid. I want hormone. They, they, they've never, not one. They did come up to me, most of them, and say, I want to feel better. I want to recover. I, I don't want to feel like shit the next day. I want to sleep at night. So these athletes are not asking for specific substances. They could care less. What they're asking for is, let me feel good. Let me feel, let me, you know, let me repair my body. Let me recover and let me go play the game that I love. And, you know, and, 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 and that's it. And so that falls on the responsibility of somebody in Major League Baseball. I don't know who it is. I don't know if it's a team owner. I don't know if it's the union, uh, the players union. I don't know if it's, it's if it's the, you know, the commissioner's office, but that falls or the, the team physician for all, for, for all I know, but that, that has to fall into somebody's re responsibility to take care of these athletes. I think they don't care about these athletes. They just care about their performance. And whatever you do, you do. Oh, and God forbid you do something. And if you do it, we're going to punish you. And that's it. The, it doesn't, it, it stops there. What they should do is educate these athletes and say, listen, this is the way that you can recover. These are the things that you can use. Do, John, I'll bet you, you didn't have a seminar or a clubhouse meeting where a nutritionist came in and said, listen, don't use testosterone, use this, use the, don't use this, use that. Uh, you know, I'm sure you have to go get one on your own. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure you had to rely on hearsay or rumors or, or, you know, you're, you're, you're in the outfield, you know, uh, you know, whatever shagging balls and, you know, your, your, your buddy says, Hey, what are you doing to Rico? Oh, I'm doing this. Or I'm doing that or whatever. And, and so that's where major league baseball, I believe, uh, falls short. They don't have a system to educate these athletes. If they started major league baseball, that trickles down to college, to high school, to little league. Okay. Because these little leaguers are emulating their heroes. Right. Correct. And so I want to do what my hero does. Right. And so look, my hero, these kids already know how, how half of the guys got there because they hear it. Oh no, this guy's been on steroids this long. And because it, tri it trickles down. Okay, because yeah. that same trainer, that coach, was the same guy that trained, uh, uh, you know, Alex, let's say. And mm -hmm. he's saying stories, oh, this is what he did, you know, when he was in high school. So you should do the same thing. So the responsibility, I believe, falls to Major League Baseball. Yeah, I, I feel like it was – our education on that was pretty re uh, reactionary to what was going on. Because um, I was – because I remember my – like when the first little test – I was just getting into the clubhouse and I was in the Astros organization. So we don't even, you know, we just went into that. I remember everybody kind of like, so there's this number attached to us, you know, and doing testing. So that was my enter into it with, uh, you know, our, our testing, right. When that's happened, I was kind of going into, then the nutritional meeting started to happen. Uh, uh, vitamins started being available to us like that right. uh, it wasn't as heavy as when I would establish in the big leagues and then kind of a little bit more like I knew what was going on but that pivotal point when I needed to know right because right. I was very impressionable and I think luckily because I I had uncles that had played football at Nebraska and kind of said heads up do this game right and I'm like yeah no Tony <laughs> so uh, I had some you know I just 
when I saw that I, I ran, but if I would have been educated uh, properly or, or whatnot, I think the things that I did, I think, you know, when creatine and those things like were going on, I was just taking them. Cause like what you said, the fad thing, I didn't know why. Oh, they, you told me I'm going to get, and I remember blowing up like a fish one off season. (laughs) I I feel nasty. My joints feel weird. Like I'm not, that's the only reason I stopped taking creatine, but uh, you know, who's to say that wouldn't have been the Androstein Dion or whatever. That was all kind of going on. I could have went in and GNC and got it. And I've been in GNC before and get it Uh, and, and gotten products prior, you know, prior to being in the big leagues and not realizing like, how are all this stuff mixed in these jars and these drums? Cause we started getting educated right. how things were processed and how things were. And that seems shady as all get out too. And got, and kids <laughs> are going, I mean, we were going out to, you know, guys were saying, Hey, oh well, yeah, I got the GNC pack of vitamins at GNC. Right. And that's what us big leaguers were living on. And, right. and it, you know, at the highest level, if, if this, if, you are going to be accountable and, and tested. I think it was reaction. I think it's better now. I think uh, because of enlightened education, it's better now. Cause uh, you know, going into spring training, at least in the Royals complex uh, who I'm associated with the Royals, they do a very right. good job with those things. Uh, Cause it has stepped, but it was very reactionary and which breeds exactly what you're saying. The education would, I think exactly. definitely hit it in uh, those area categories. What, how, how would you educate the parents at a high school level? Like, how would you suggest doing that at a high school? Like there, there is a lot of, um, and, and how far do you take that? When is it healthy? When is it not? Cause my interest is, uh, and this is my brother was right in that. And I heard rumors through people. He just blew out his knee, right? He was the first blue chip all American here in Utah, supposed to be the dude. Um, I heard that he might have took something to recover. He was big like me, bigger than me, right? Just naturally and was stronger. He was like the football dude of equivalent how I was with baseball around in Utah. Right, right? Right. Uh, and and everybody was afraid of him. So he was one of those. And he was he, <laughs> he was sma- yeah he was smashing heads <laughs> and stuff. But also I I it, I think he might have took something, and I could see how it changed him. And I don't think it was proper i think he was probably doing it to recover for his knee and do stuff right um what are some things because he ended up committed suicide uh and i think my search for education has a a lot to do with him of if he would have known if i would have known to be able to tell my brother when i knew he was looking for something things to avoid things that may be traps uh some red flags that parents may want to see some people trying to be a do what you do or uh, doing a bad job or off the street you know, what are some red yeah. flags that parents could be educated about in that category well, for like, you know, cause you know, what are something that, yeah. that Paul may have took? Cause I think he might've been taking steroids to make his knee stronger, for example, uh, you know, to make his muscles stronger to handle his knee. Cause he just got done blowing out his knee. I don't think he was on a, cause he knows I would have whooped his ass first of all. Right. So he was, <laughs> he was yeah. definitely having to go black market. He wasn't getting, you know, and my dad was a PA, you know, uh, so that's why, I mean, heck that it actually got back to me. I kind of have a, a little bit of a Utah mafia around here that would rat on my brother for me. So I'm like, like, tell me if I need to take care of him. And, and I think that was a part of it. What, you know, what are things that are negative? Well, it- you know it's funny you say that that you you have you have like a utah mafia that will rat on and i think so that's where i was going with this i think if you make everybody accountable 
especially with, with, with when it's a, a student athlete, if you make his coach accountable, if you make the parents accountable, if you have a testing system, I'm, I'm all for the testing system uh, and, and make everybody accountable. And that, that goes not only for the, for, for, for the parents, but it also goes for, you know, uh, for Major League Baseball, for college. You know, somebody asked me uh, back way back when in MLB, listen, if, if you were running the drug program, what would you do? I said, well, first of all, I'll fire everybody because nobody here knows anything. But anyway, <laughs> besides doing that, I'll hold everybody accountable. And they go, what do you mean? I said, yeah. So when a ball player pisses dirty, okay, you take away the money from the ball player, all right? And that's it. It stops there. If you start taking the money away from the owner, the trainer, mm-hmm. and everybody else handling that ball player, I'll bet you the shit will stop. Nobody will be, because everybody will be policing everybody else and holding each other accountable, which is right, yeah. right living, if you will. Yeah. 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 Look, that's one of the things I did learn, you know, when, yeah. when I was locked up. But, you know, there, there, we have choices and you either live correctly and and hold yourself accountable or, or, or you don't. But, yeah. but anyway, if if we start educating, because these parents are not, they're not educated in this. Also, they're going with the recommendations of a coach, a trainer, somebody influential in that kid's life uh, is the one that comes up with it. Hey, I think you should do this or I should. But I think that if we educate everybody around that athlete, okay, and hold them accountable somehow, some way, I think that's that's the start. And then, and only then, can we really punish. So now everybody knew the rules, everybody knew the law, and you know, and now you broke the law? Okay, now look at the punishment. If you increase that punishment, I'll bet you you reduce uh, a lot of what's going on in high school, in college, and by the way, it's still going on in the big leagues and what's going on in the big leagues. You know, and so I think education is a huge, huge part of it for the reason I told you. Nobody ever asked me for for testosterone or for growth hormone. They asked me, hey, I want to recover. Hey, I want to sleep better. That's it. So, you know, shame on me. I was the one saying, "Okay, use testosterone, use this, use use that, you know, Uh, those, those were my shortcomings. Yeah, and you were like, "Here, this works." It's I know it's a banned substance, but it works. <laughs> and here's how. You, but it you, works. Would, so, would, so, would, would you feel? Did you feel like yeah. you justifying your mind? Like, well, by the time he plays and gets out, they're kind of a normal because you were alluding that that's how your body would be normal. How would you justify that? How would you say that? Like, how would you tell yourself that I'm not giving this player an advantage? Do you know what I mean? Or you just knew that you were. And you just are like, you just said, oh, well, it's part of the game. It's been going on, so it's part of the game. No, 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 no. Uh, I knew I wasn't giving them an advantage because, first of all, because I know, I know there's season. And you know what's funny? It was weird because on this point, because I guess I'm, I'm, I'm feeling hurt as the player. And it's funny in the documentary, I was like, Jordan, it was really weird because during this one scene on this particular player. It happened to be a Royals catcher. And guess who that happens to be portraying? Isn't that kind of weird? And I'm kind of like, that's going on right now. And that's yeah. me. They're portraying me because I'm standing right there. Yeah. 
And oh it was, boy! And it, so I was kind of like, "Sorry about that. I'm not the one that that produced that." <laughs> I, but but that's kind of where I'm set. Like, yeah. like you, you gave him invent because I had to squat, and a couple of those yeah. I thought were some good pitches. And how did he hit that? Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's that inkle inkling in me, like, that, you of know, course, you know. So I don't know. It was it was a weird moment because I'm like, "That's a Royals catcher right there." That's. <laughs> that's you <laughs> it was weird it was weird to watch a documentary and kind of think that and know that i would talk to you and then the things that yeah. were spinning in my mind because there, like i said there's a lot of baggage to it but there's also um there's things that like you said they have to be talked about and i think the more that we maybe talk about how these scenarios set up for these players um what i the kind of the takeaways uh i think being a little more attention on latin uh, Latin American community. Um, I think by baseball, by in general, and I think they're, you know, and I know that they're getting their pulse on it. You know, we're, me and you are not bringing up anything they don't know. Trust me. Right. Um, right, right. I, I, but to, to start voicing, yes, we need to educate or create a, in the academies, a more stricter testing policy at a younger, I don't know. Well, I don't yeah. know. And, and maybe we do testing where we help them be more, uh, because I know if they're uh, better nutritioned and better looked after um, and they're able, they might've helped fight as easy as vitamin D it would have helped in, in, in Corona for a half sex. Correct. And that's always been my message. Mm-hmm. Listen, there's, you know, if, first of all, you got to understand that the, the, these young athletes, so they start juicing, they start using all these things. By the time they get to, to, to college or, or, or to the big leagues if, if, or, or to the minor leagues, whatever, you know, the, of course, their body's going to be messed up because of all the past usage. And now it's almost like a, you're trying to chase your tail. Now you're trying to fix what, what was broken, what you broke. You know, or a coach broke or a trainer broke. And now you rely on this. And by the way, John, another thing, you know, 30% of this is here. You know, it's like, oh, I've always injected in the stomach or I've always taken this pill and I've always played well. And now I don't take it. And now I'm not playing as well. That, you know, 30% is, that's... Heck, I've done, I've done that with grabbing the ham sandwich on the right instead of the turkey on the left. Exactly. I'm, exactly. I'm, a, men, I'm a mental midget. And then you actually give me yeah. a little bit of science data. That's <laughs> hey, all you, you need know, to like, Ball players are very superstitious, so imagine. So, uh, but, but, uh, but, yeah, I think the, the education is so, so important. And I still maybe, – maybe the Royals do a good job. Maybe the individual uh, franchises do a good job. But I think that – it, it starts at, at a major league baseball level. In other words, the commissioner's office should mandate certain, certain things. The whole thing is broken. Let me explain to you. Okay. You know, there's people with exemptions, right? Uh, uh, there's, yes. you know, I, when I, I was, when I was there, I, I, I was, I think there was close to 200 ball players on a 40 man roster that was exempted from, from, uh, uh, from the use of, you know, they get an exemption and now you can use testosterone. You get an exemption and now you can use Adderall. And and, or, and, know, and, and, and I and I was on because I grew up ADD and I had one of those. And, and, and you so, had yes. that, yes. Okay, so th- so this was so. How did you? Okay, so how how did we get to those exemptions? How what were the criteria? And I understand, I understand in your case. Mm-hmm. Okay, but let's use testosterone as, as an example. 
all right? How, what criteria did, did they use in order to exempt one player? And this is an example of how the system is broken, of one player that is allowed to use testosterone and the other player that's not allowed to use testosterone. Mm -hmm. So they set a number, they set a number, okay? And they say, okay, let's say the number is 200. If you're under 200 at 199.9, you're exempt. So you can use testosterone. But if you're at 200 or at 201, you can't. All right. And they stopped there. And that's why I said the system is broken. And that's why I said the first thing I do is I fire everybody, all, all, all your whole clinical staff. Because the truth of the matter is they don't spend the money. They don't invest the money to do the actual analysis and testing of these individuals. And there's five or six testosterones that you check for. Not that one little testosterone. Is that testosterone bioavailable? You could have 199. Okay. And... And you could have bioavailable testosterone that's that, that, that you know, you could have 90% bioavailable testosterone. And you could have somebody who has 400 have no bioavailable testosterone. So they, they, they were lacking the information. They were lacking the know-how. They were lacking the, and, and that was my, my problem with these individuals. You guys don't know what, is, what they're doing and the system is broken. Now, let me ask you, is that fair? You know, is that fair that by one point I qualify for testosterone therapy yeah. Okay. Wink, wink, by the way, wink, wink, yeah. because now, now I have exogenous testosterone in me. Good luck trying to figure out because you gave me a dosage. You told me only do this much. Okay. I'm going to be doing this much. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I see, the effect. you know, who's policing that. And so this, this thing was going on at all times. And these ball players knew these, these are not stupid people, you know, the ball players are not, I mean, I mean, I get it, you know, from foreign countries, they're, they're limited in their education, but American ball players that grew up here, that got educated here, they're smart people. They're, they, you know, they're, and they, they're, they're seeing all this. They're seeing all this. Like, what the hell? This guy could do testosterone. Okay. But I can't. And, and we have the difference is two points on the level. Oh no, the hell with this shit. I'm going to go ahead and do the, this thing to, level the playing field so that you know so you know i think i think the discussion has to be had are we ready to have it i know you and i are yeah. but it's it's the commissioner of baseball ready to have this discussion let's have this debate let's define what is a performance enhancing substance let's define why they're taking it let's let's help the ball player let's educate the ball player let's invest reinvest some of this money instead of buying uh, uh companies to, uh, you know, to enhance the bats and the balls, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. how's that for integrity of the game? But anyway, you know, so, so <laughs> you know, but anyway, instead of like, why don't we take some of that money and reinvest this money into an educational system that, you know, listen, we can start in the minor leagues. What the hell? Yeah. So by the time they get to, to the, to the major leagues, they, they know what they're doing. And we got to re-educate. We yeah. got to re-educate because they grew up like this. They grew up like this. And if you think, did you know, watch this, and you can Google this after, did you know the number one uh, country for <laughs> consumption of supplements, right, mm -hmm. is uh, Japan, China. Did you know that? No, I didn't. We're like number three. It's China, right. Japan, Russia. And I think it comes us and then Canada or whatever. So imagine what they're doing there. And you, we got these Japanese players coming over. Okay, now you got the Dominican players coming over. You got the Mexican players going coming over. And, they're, and this is an influx. And they bring in all this, you know, 
cultural, you know, way of playing baseball, if you will. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 you know, you, you have to, if you really want to do something, if everybody's so adamant about doing something, well, you know, it's easy to sit on the couch and say, oh, you know, oh, he's, he's on steroids. He's on, I don't think anybody should have an asterisk. How about that? Okay, because what happened before the Mitchell report? You know, uh, it, it was all good. You know, yeah. oh, only once they got caught. But you know, yeah, I could, yeah. I could, I could go on a rant. I could keep on going. I could tell you where the system is broken. But I think the main thing is you need somebody in the commissioner's office that actually gives a shit about yeah. these student athletes. So you don't think the commissioner cares? You don't think you don't think he cares? I think he or the commissioner cares. out, not is it uh, yeah, directly think, him or the the office? No, I think he. You know, I I got the pleasure to know him, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. So he did. I think I've had conversation with. I think he cares. Yeah, I think that it's an old institution, a good old boys club, and I don't think anybody wants to rock the boat. You know, I would have rocked the boat if I was there. Uh, <laughs> so, but so maybe the players union should step up. You know, and not do what they did when we had the arbitration. Let me tell you a story because you got to, you know, some of these stories are pretty funny. So I go into the arbitration, right? I think Tony Clark lasted until lunchtime the first day. Never came back. (laughs) Just because it was so hard on, uh, like, because it was. No, because it was so, uh, it was so obvious. You know, remember, Alex was there to say that, you know, he was, what was it? Oh, no, I thought I was taking Viagra. So he, Which, by the way, by the way, you want to know something very interesting? Yeah. For example, Cialis, Viagra are all allowed, right? Are they? So if yeah. you change the – yeah, absolutely. So, you know, uh, there's people with erectile dysfunction, right? So, yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Right. So guess what? If you change the dosages of these vasodilators, it increased nitric oxide, increased energy. And by increasing nitric oxide, you got more oxygenation. I'm going to break it down for you now. Uh, more oxygenation into the, 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 the blood vessels that, that it, you know, integrate the muscle. And now a pitcher that used to throw 91 is throwing 96, just on Cialis, on six milligrams, right before game. Really? Time, maybe. really? How about damn apples? Now, so is that, that cheating? Was, was that, was and that, why is that? And why is that not cheating? If, was, if that, <laughs> was that a was that a was that a protocol that happened? Did you ever prescribe? Absolutely, that was part of the protocol. <laughs> right. So there's guys out there just pitching with boners, then just throwing 96 with boners. Hey, it's a small boner. It's not a lot. It's only it's only six or seven milligrams. It's only six or seven milligrams. And okay. and you know and and by the way. It, it's great because I mean what, we're we're, game, jo- we're joking we're joking but that's that's really <laughs> what your body's doing man. right, right? Yeah, exactly and yeah that's what your body's doing wow. so now wow. you played the game you won the game okay and now you can now, you know you played like an all-star and now you're gonna bang like a poor star it's beautiful <laughs> so, so which brings me to I mean you seem like uh as we talk here I mean in what I've watched and stuff but um you got tied up into the the lifestyle, I guess they would say. Right. And I think, uh, uh, you know, going on the road, doing the thing, you know, living the big league life, I, I guess, if you will. Um, yep, do, do absolutely. You, loved it, by the way. Loved it. You loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It was, uh, and then Miami's that's a, see, that was, there was, there's a lot of players that, that go there and get destroyed because it's a, a, a uh, crazy, crazy it's town. a crazy town. Luckily I had, I had my, uh, 
wife and kids there. And we, we fell into it uh, in love with it because equally as wild and racy as you can get, I mean, the, the, the community we were in plantation, the way to raise a oh, family. That's there, it's, community, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is beautiful. And we fell absolutely in love with, with, you know, yeah. Old, whole South Florida. And, yeah. and I mean, we were, Brooke and I were moving down there. She loves it. It's still, she, uh, even now she's like, um, I don't know. It's just, you know, she's, she checks the Zillow app and see what the Miami <laughs> uh, down there looks like. But, uh, uh, yeah, we fell in love with that area and the, and the, the culture down there. It's, it's right. a special place in our homes. It, 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 yeah, it is. But so did it, did that hinder, did it, uh, do you think it made it cross lines because you were there or was it just cause you were with the crew and living that style? Did it, did you feel like it made you get sloppy in what you did or did it hinder it or oh, absolutely. Cause, cause, yeah. Okay. I mean, listen, John, I made so many mistakes. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I can't begin. Listen, I lived the lifestyle. I was single. I partied with them. I partied without them. Right. Uh, you know, Look, perfect examples with 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 Manny Ramirez, and and the only reason I say this is because I I, I said I was going to mention him, but Manny Ramirez, he was in, in, in something that's known, and, and and I said it on on, on the uh, on the documentary. Yeah, is we would travel, and Manny, believe it or not, is shy. He loves yeah. women, shy. Yeah. You know, so guess who would go out and recruit women for him? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, I would go out and recruit these women for him, and you know, uh, you know, I, I got you know, I got a little bit of skill, you know, when it comes to that. So, okay, you're so, that fast. Uh, you see that? That's that Miami in you, right? That's there. a Miami attitude. It's all about attitude, by the way. So, you're Cuban, right? My parents are Cuban. I was born in New York, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a proud AB. That's that. That's that Cuban DNA. That's that Rico. Yeah, I call it. I call it the AB. The ABC DNA, American born Cuban, baby. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> by way of New York. So it I comes with it. a blue passport and everything. It's awesome. That's uh, right. <laughs> so, but but yeah, I lived I lived that lifestyle. And and it's like you say, for some reason or another, all these ball players, I don't care if you play for the Royals, you play for St. Louis, you play for whoever, you end up in Miami at some point in time, right? Either yeah. train, uh, well, spring training either here or or, or somewhere in florida or somewhere yeah. in arizona because yeah. of the weather right and mm -hmm. uh and and so at the end of the day uh yeah miami had a lot to do with it and and i i did it all wrong if that's what you, you know yeah. if you could do it uh you said it if you could do it what are what are some of the things you would have she would have done over? i wish uh, first if you of could all, read if you could redo it and write some wrongs that you think may well meant for the better maybe yeah. you know whether it's for certain individuals and um you know maybe hurting some people because i also know man like i've had a couple associations with manny and he's a very sincere person around like it was in during triple a you know right. his plan we were both down he come sees me walking in there he's like fuck what are you doing here i'm like old as shit like you what are you doing here you know uh, but him um his his interaction with people with kids and the genuine about wanting to help them hitting and stuff like that is him like that's genuine that love for the game and what he lends to himself for people and i you got to know that too and and yeah. seeing some of that and having that life kind of 
fall apart and that um, was it hard because it was it see again you know what if 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 you put it like that and and, and I would have introduced him to all this yes I have empathy I have uh, you know I would have felt like shit or whatever but especially Manny's case remember he pissed dirty even yeah. after after you know it's almost like you never learned your lesson type of deal yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You well, and, and, I, and I and I and I and there's that ballpark. Like I said, I'm sitting there behind the plate, and that's a Royals. But like, what the hell? Yeah. You know, right. like, come on. And, so I I get that too. I, I mean, I don't. Know, and, and you know, going in, I mean, these guys knew the risk. Uh, yeah. You know, who I'm, I'm not the 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 you know moral patrol or anything like that. They knew the risk uh, of getting caught. That is, uh, I never guaranteed anything, and so. Uh, a lot of these players, you know, they were doing it already. I, yeah. Except if they did it with me, then it's like I said, it's not the substance. This is how it's how you use the substance. And they they saw that change. It's a wow, okay. I used to do it like this. Now I'm doing it like this. I'm playing much better. This guy knows apparently what he's doing, or he looks like it, you know, <laughs> uh, or he's lucky. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> you know. Actually, I do know what I'm doing. <laughs> but I'm retired now. By the way. Anyway, so. Well, I can't imagine uh, you, like the, I can't imagine it'd be easy for you to uh, get a practice going again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, mean, I'm, 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 I would feel like you'd probably have the uh, pretty well cramped on your uh, uh, on your uh, licenses and and uh, yeah. plaques on the you wall. Be, too. John, I get text messages all the time. How do you do this? How do you do that? Really, I would have been blowing up right now. But no, I'm uh, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm I'm still. Uh, in, the, in the in the industry uh, per se, but I have a technology company that I created with backed up by artificial intelligence, and basically it's to educate these these other practitioners about my science and how to do protocols. And but not for the athlete, yeah, for for yeah, okay, or Let's... you know, and, and 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 the science of peptide therapy and how it's helping a lot of people, uh, and, and so on and so forth. So I still love the science. Uh, but I'm a, I'm in the technology business now. I like okay. that. And I'm an okay. educator. Fair yeah. enough. Like you said, I like that. Educate. So, well, um, let's, yeah. let's, uh, I, I, I actually got lessons here coming up. I got, okay. Wednesday is like my, my, uh, my Wednesday work day, I call it where I do a lot of my podcast educating. I do lessons, uh, some youth lessons and stuff afterwards kind of talking about performance, pre-game, in-game, post-game, how to create uh, in the zone, get in the you know, middle state. Some of those weird things you said Alex was weird at, right? Which which you got to see front and center of them doing. And can I interrupt you? You yeah, should please. integrate, I'll be more than happy to help you, at least with the information that you should integrate to, to educate on nutrition, if you will. Instead and, of performance-enhancing substances, Let's call it performance enhancing nutrition. I, I do like that. And, and I've actually, one of my first uh, guests early on was uh, a nutritionist, Missy Dulon, who was my uh, sports nutritionist, who I circled back because this mission of trying to educate myself on things like what could I have done diet wise? Because I, right. like I have a couple young kids, I'm coaching Little League. What are some right. things? So I, I, I think I will do that. And uh, maybe I'll stay in touch with you to get. Cause I, I, I want to get that out there. Cause I, the vitamin D thing is good with some zinc 
to vitamin Z, vitamin C for Corona for for that alone to help out our humanity. L carnitine, L carnitine, okay, beautiful. So I'm here to help support, and I'm determined to change this perception of what I did or 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 who I was, and actually do something good instead of bad. You know, don't take a shortcut. Do it the right way, etc. So I'm here. You, right. you well, I appreciate it. Now that's perfect. This this is that uh, there was there's no advocating of PEDs here on this podcast. Was just kind Absolutely of not. finished with that with both of us saying that. Um, right. I I appreciate you taking the time. I know first re- reached out. I mean, you were very like I think you said humbly accept. I think you um, you knew my message. What I wanted to do with you know for kids and do that. I appreciate yes. it. I didn't want to bring. Any of my mates, whether I agreed or disagreed with what they did, uh, I didn't want to bring them down, but I wanted to use your experience to educate that, and you did it perfectly. So I appreciate that, Tony, of, of going ahead and doing that Thank so you. that uh, we can hopefully educate or if some child's thinking of doing something drastic and taking that horse steer or whatever, go find somewhere It's not good for you. It's, it's, there's, a, you know, there's a better way to do it, and you can get help. So. Thanks for your, your help, and I appreciate you, uh, you having this conversation with me. That's awesome. Thank you. And I'm glad I didn't run because, yes, instinctually, I wanted to do my old self. I don't <laughs> want anything to talk. I See, don't I'm not that bad. I'm not know. that bad. Well, that's I'm what I said. You're, you're, a Maya, you're a Miami Cuban. I like to go on the edge. That's why I love living there. You're uh, smart. You're wise. Yes. That's wise. That's wisdom. That's why I enjoy being around there. So I just uh, – Sometimes I don't condone it, but we can live in the same spot because I can enjoy your screw ups. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't have to screw up. Yeah. That's wisdom, John. Yes, exactly. Good for you. <laughs> well, thank you, Tony. I appreciate it, man. And uh, I wish you all the best and keep educating uh, from somebody that, like I said, was mad at you for helping someone cheat against me. I appreciate you educating uh, in a healthy standpoint for health in Miami because getting those hormones and doing that stuff there is a silver lining to this. It is helps you perform, helps you perform in life. And uh, I know with us, I, I know getting my wife, uh, her hormones and things stable, it made it so we're able to have kids and her have kids healthy uh, and, and be healthy here with me today. So uh, appreciate your work. Keep educating. And uh, I appreciate your time, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.